What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts podcast. It's your boy Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai. Yo, slowly but surely, we are grinding up out of this thing, man. This coronavirus pandemic has kept everybody on for real on 10. So I'm glad that to see things are slowly reopening. I hope everybody's just being careful and paying attention. Um, on today's episode, we're going to have a guest. Can you believe it? Uh, second episode, we already got a guest. What's good? Uh, my boy Ben Stark, who is the owner of American Top Team Palm Beach, is going to be joining us via Zoom so that we can chit-chat about how he was able to keep his doors open, how he handled the whole virus and what he did. Um, that was maybe a little different than a lot of other gyms. Uh, in fact, I know a bunch of gyms that have actually closed, and I am super, super uh, grateful that we are still sort of balancing right there where we're, you know, don't know what's going to happen, but we still feel good about you know, maybe the next couple of weeks we can get things rocking again. Um, that being said, you know, a lot of people were asking me about the name, uh, Black Clover. And it's just a play on my name, Lucky, which I've been going by since I was a kid. Um, but a while ago, years ago, I was going to be a film uh, director, I thought. So the name of my production company would have been Black Clover productions. Um, and prior to that, um, there was something else. I was an actor. All right. So this is perfect timing. So, uh, this is a little segment I like to call lucky known facts. Lucky known facts. So before I thought I was going to be a director, I was an actor. I was an actor all through high school. I was an actor in college. I went to college for acting and for theater really. Um, and I was auditioning. I had done a bunch of com- commercials and I got an opportunity that I thought I was going to get a chance to actually do some martial arts on television. Um, I auditioned three times for three different episodes of Walker, Texas Ranger. I didn't get booked. The word was I might have been a little too tall, but that's it for um, <laughs> Lucky Known Facts. Lucky Known Facts. And that segment's brought to you by us, Lucky's Muay Thai. The gym is 15423 Northeast 21st Avenue. If you're in the area, if you're in North Miami, swing by. If you're in town, you want to train, let us know what's up. I mean, when we're open, clearly. Um, and also, why are the MMA gyms specifically and martial arts gyms and Muay Thai gyms not open? It seems to me we have been dealing with blood, spit, and sweat. And all sorts of other things for a very long time. We are constantly bleaching, wiping, spraying. I mean, I think we might be the some of the cleanest places to actually be. I could be wrong, but we have to worry about staff and MRSA and like all these different things. So I'm not sure why the MMA or martial arts gyms in general are not open. I mean, it's a little frustrating, to be honest. Um also, shout out to everybody that's out there taking the time to prep their gyms up and get ready for the open because, you know, when it happens, you know, everybody's going to need to get back hardcore and get ready. So, um, also, I have a question for you. What's up with jujitsu if you're a jujitsu practitioner? Is that like a completely a no-go for you or are you still 100% in just, you know, same daily routine, make sure you're clean, fingernails cut and all that and get on the mats? 
I mean, for me, I've been, I haven't even been rolling as much as most people that train regularly, regularly do. So I can imagine how they feel because I've been watching, I don't know, all kinds of black belt tests and this technique and that person. And, yo, I want to be on the mats today. So I'm not sure how everybody else is feeling. And I don't even practice jujitsu as much as I used to, even though I want to. So tell me, man, somebody send me some messages. Tell me how you're feeling. Are you going to practice? Are you going to be jumping directly on the mats? Are you super careful? Are you wearing a mask while you're rolling? I don't know, man. Let me know what you think and what you plan on doing. If you're going to wear a mask or if you're going to hold off or if you're going to jump right on the mats, mask off. And uh, I'll be interested to hear it. Hit me up at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram or on Twitter, or you can leave it in the comments below. Um, let's move on. Here's my interview with my man Ben Stark from American Top Team Palm Beach Garden and creator of Hammer Jiu-Jitsu. I hope you enjoy it. Yo! Welcome, my man Ben Stark. This man is the owner of ATT Palm Beach Garden and creator of Hammer Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, Lucky. What's going on, dude? I'm chilling, man. How's everything going up there? Uh, no complaints. Uh, we're opening up today. It's the 20th of May. Uh, we're doing our first sessions this afternoon at uh, 4.15. And uh, I'm, I'm excited and uh, a little bit bummed out that the vacation is over. The vacation is over. Are you nervous at all? Yeah, man, because I've never taught classes like this. I'm assuming it'll be very similar to like the, the Zoom or the online classes that I was running before because there's such limited interaction. Right. So are you, what about, is this just the striking class or the jiu-jitsu class as well? Uh, I'm doing everything. Um, I ordered a bunch of grappling dummies from overseas in anticipation that we would be able to reopen in early June. I didn't expect to be able to open May 18th, you know, because they they started with the partial phase one on the 11th. I was like, there's no way that they're going to open full phase one before June 1st, let alone like I as expect gyms weren't supposed to be included until phase three, you know? Yeah. So, so we, down here in Miami though, we're still not open. Yeah. I heard, I was surprised. Uh, apparently the mayors of Broward and Dade were like, we're not following the governor's rules. Right. But I hear I mean, Broward's from my going, area. Say again. I hear Broward's going and going ahead and opening anyway. So really, I don't know. I got a I got a couple of friends that own gyms in Broward, and they were like, "Hey, uh, with the okay or not, it's going down come Monday." Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I know some people of the same thought pattern, so I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. There's a lot of pushback about it. What um What did you do at the beginning of this to maintain like paying rent and all that stuff? Because we immediately just put everybody on hold, which probably was not the right idea. In retrospect, what did you do? Um, so I kind of let it cool off for about two weeks. Um, the close was originally supposed to be uh, March 23rd. Um, on March 14th, 15th, I remember just reaching out to some of my staff and a couple of my competitors, just bullshitting with them. And one of them, one of my assistant coaches, I was like, hey, man, what's going on? What are you doing? He goes, oh, dude, I'm on the I'm on Fort Lauderdale Beach with this guy and this guy. I'm hanging out with this guy. And I was like, Oh, we, we we can't we can't do that. Like, and I had to explain to him. I was like, "Hey, man, you got the week off, and you got to get a test." And he's like, "Why?" And I was like, "You teach 
four to 10 kids alone. Then you help me teach 16 to 20 kids. Then you do a 25 man jujitsu class. Then you do a 16 to 20 man Muay Thai class and you spar with a team of eight to 10 competitors. And right now you're on the beach during a pandemic warning, mobbing out and talking to girls, right? <laughs> which is fine for you, but not fine for everyone else. For everybody else. Yeah. And then I, I really boiled it down. I was like, well, I can tell this guy not to come in because he's my staff. But the four guys from the gym that he's hanging out with, hey, I don't like what you did this weekend. Don't come in. I can't do that. That's not how that works. Right. You know, and then I thought, um, you know, I got, I got an OR nurse. I think I got an ER nurse. I got a couple family practice nurses. And every single one of them has told me stories about, man, I walked through the lobby or I walked through triage. And there's just people just hacking out. Like, they're not covering. They're not, they're not doing right, nothing. Yeah. They're just coughing on people and looking shit and i'm like oh man like i have zero control so i i cut it off that day the 15th of march i was like we're out yeah same. let's see how it goes you know uh and i i did nothing for the first two weeks about 10 oh, I'll take it back about 10 days in i started going all right i've put out five or six hundred youtube videos and Instagram videos and like combinations and techniques of the day. I'm like, I'm just going to kind of catalog and I'll send out email blasts to my students. Guys, here's what we're doing for the kids. Here's what we're doing for adults. Here's what we're doing for striking. And I was like, hmm, this is going to run out depending on how long this goes. So I'm going to go and I'm going to film classes, right? So I'd make like a 15 minute video that would have, you know, cut scenes. Hey, three rounds, three minutes, one minute break, come back in 10 minutes. Kind of thing, bing, bing, bing. So and then I was going, man, these, were you were you selling these set like as a separate thing, or did no? You, it was included these, in. Two? I made these just to send to my members. Okay, and that the members continued paying. So at that time, I hadn't made any adjustments. I put everyone on what I call an active hold, right? Okay. So your your billing is dated and charged regularly, but the time you paid for goes to the end of your contract, right? So March and April you paid for, but your contract ends in August. So September, October, you hey. paid for in March and April, yeah, right? If everyone's contract ended at the same time, I would be in a lot of trouble come those two months. But not everyone signed up at the same time and not everyone's on the same package. So I'll have five, 10, 15 people at any given time not paying for those two months. But right. overall, the, the cycle and the paying students, non-paying students coming in, coming out should even me out for those months. That's smart, man. That's smart. I mean, I think a lot of people, I mean, I know of a couple of people that their gyms closed down and I'm sure that if they would have probably taken that approach, they might've been able to sustain a little longer. We just kind of got, I mean, not, not every area is going to pull it off. Like I'm lucky that Palm beach gardens is a relatively affluent area. Uh, they have very low unemployment and they have very high employment. Right. Um, so that definitely helped. But at the same time, you know, I was running zoom classes, three classes a day, three times a week. So basically for free, I had members who hit me up like, Hey, I'm not working. I need to no pay freeze, no hesitation, no issues, no questions. Done. And you can still come online, still come to the classes. Like it was anything I can do to maintain engagement 
with my students, with my clients. You know, uh, when UFC started having their events, I would go, guys, uh, we're going prelims through main card, ESPN Plus. We're going to get on Zoom at 6, and we're just going to mob out. You know, right, however yeah. many people show up, we're just gonna, I'm not going to air the fights, but it's on ESPN. So just turn on your TV, keep your laptop on your shoulder, and just talk some shit, you know? Yeah, and like trying to do that kind of stuff, you know, kept people involved. Realistically. Okay, so, what's, so what's the response been now that you're opening? Have people been calling like crazy? Have you been, you know? Um, I ha- Surprisingly, over the quarantine, I still had a reasonable amount of leads. Um, I mean, by no means a normal monthly level, but five a month, we're still yeah, looking same, for information. Hey, like I was happy to get them. Like, cool. We got something to look forward to when we reopen, you know? Um, so a lot of those people are trying to come in now, uh, with reopening, you, you have to kind of play it safe, right? Um, the state suggests six foot of distance. So right. <clears throat> what a lot of gyms are doing are taping off six foot squares i'm lucky in that i have a larger area and i have about 2500 square feet of training area so when i read that the state limited attendance to 10 i was like cool 10 easy but what it turns out is they actually limit you to 50 percent occupancy occupancy yeah so with the size of my gym 50 percent occupancy is like 53 people but I can't house 53 people on my mats. So uh, I looked at it this way. I was like, I have nine heavy bags, right? So I can limit classes to 10, 12, right? I have a a padded wall that, you know, people can work on. They can't hit full force, but they can do skip knees and work straight punches and teeps and shit like that. And then I have nine bags. So 12 is like a nice rough number where if there are overflow people they can go to the wall and if need be i can sandy wipe down a bag and people can swap right okay yeah man not i not ideal but i'm trying so i've got about 750 square feet of active space on two different mats so 1500 square feet plus my bag area plus a cage i'm back in business man trying to be the thing is there i'm not allowing contact right so i've seen some uh, people around that are so here's the thing there's nothing that says you can't there's only strong suggestions not to right i'm just erring on the side of caution and not having it you know um about six weeks ago desantis put out a letter when when he uh made wb an essential business when right. WWE became an essential business, a letter went out facilitating that essential business. That letter basically says, if you or your fighter are involved in a televised or aired event, you can train as per normally, right? Okay. I, I know a, a gym owner in northern Florida who has an acquaintance who runs a grappling tournament in North Carolina. So he took DeSantis's letter, one... And then had this tournament runner write him a letter. Basically said, I'm inviting your entire gym to compete in my televised event. Yeah, right? and so, a little. Right. And the cops came to his gym and he goes, letter one, letter two. And they're like, all right, man. Yeah, and this dude's been active now for like two and a half weeks. 
Yeah. I've seen some stuff, man. I've seen some people just going right into it. So, I mean, listen, we're not open. We're not taking any chances when they say we can do stuff. Right. We'll do it. Before this even started, I had already come in and like, yo, we're going to separate this. We're going to do that. I set up a booking on the, um, on the website. So people can mm-hmm. book ahead, at, you know, no more than 10. Like I was preparing and then we got chopped, but we're ready for it whenever it comes back. Yeah. Uh, man. Yo. So, uh, Tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man, because oh. I don't want to spend all this time talking about COVID. Um, yeah, let's get let's get a little bit about you real quick. Okay, uh, my name is Ben Stark. I was one of the first or second generation American Top Team guys. I joined in late two thousand one, early two thousand two kind of area. Um, from what I'm told, I was the ninth guy on the professional fight team. That's how old yeah, I man. am. History, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I came up through American Top Team. Uh, when I was a brown belt, I, I went for my first trip to Thailand. I spent two months at Tiger Muay Thai. Uh, that was after my stint on The Ultimate Fighter. At the time, Ray Elby was the head coach. He had been on a season or two before me, and some of my prior students had trained with him. So we had a little shorthand, and he was like, dude, you were on tough. We'll hook it up. Come on over. And I was like, sweet. So uh, I brought – one of my coach's sons with me, uh, Taylor Crawl. If you're not familiar, he fights for glory now. Very talented young man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was his chaperone because I was 29 and he was 19. So I was his lookout. And that's just kind of how we facilitated it. Uh, while I was there, I was asked to teach a seminar. I did. I taught a couple of private lessons. No problem. And before I even left, I started getting job offers to stay in Thailand. Um, once I came home, I, you know, talked with a couple owners, decided on where I'd go, and actually had to postpone it. I met Brian Ebersol and Benny Alloway when both guys fight, fought in the UFC at the time. Uh, I think since retired now at this point. But uh, Brian Ebersol called me to help run a camp with him. Not coach him, not be under him, but just be involved. Right. All and right. I was like, this is a great resume builder. I took the opportunity. I spent a couple months in the Midwest with him. Uh, and I'm super happy. I got to meet a lot of cool people. I got to work with Mark Fiore, former Olympic wrestling coach, former Militich wrestling coach. Um, I got to hang out at the Olympic Training Center, like all this cool shit. And then I moved out to Thailand and I stayed in Bangkok for three years running uh, EMAC, the Executive Martial Arts Center. Dude, I had no idea. That's crazy. <laughs> it's cool, man. And uh, so EMAC is run by a guy named Nidhi Technatis. I don't know if I'm saying that perfectly, but I'm doing my best. Nitty, as far as I understand, is the guy who brought Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to Thailand. Wow. Uh, like, he did a semester abroad, found Jiu-Jitsu. He was a national Taekwondo team member for Thailand. Did a semester abroad, found Jiu-Jitsu, went back and was like, guys, mom, dad, we got to bring this. Yeah. And he opened up the first Jiu-Jitsu gym in Thailand. And I believe he brought over Julio Soneca as his first coach. You know, it's like, we're not talking about chubs here. We're talking about, like, Jeez, proven man. dudes. That's crazy. Yeah. So when I got out there, the gym was three days a week, gi only. Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. That's it. And uh, within six months, I built it into a six-day-a-week program. I added in – they had Muay Thai, but they had, like, Muay Thai for desk ladies. They had, like, kickboxing, you know? Right. Yeah, of course. So I pushed him to, to bring in real Thai coaches, 
push some fighters, do some work. And over the first like year and a half, built uh, Thailand's most winning jujitsu team. I built Bangkok's first, uh, I guess, centralized professional fight team. Uh, they started doing amateur tournaments. Uh, Rage in the Cage was one of them. Literally a cage onto Tommy's in the parking garage of Thomason University, which is like the, the Harvard <laughs> of Thailand. You know, Yo, this man has left footprints everywhere, bro. That's everywhere. I, I wish I still had it. Like no, the, wait, one of the my first time I saw you, the first time I saw you, I think it's before we ever met. Uh, I had some BS MMA company that I was trying to start called bomb first. And oh, that was you. That was me, man. It was <laughs> and uh, Panther Fight League came to Miami. It was the only show they ever did that I remember, yeah. and they had no sponsors. My company was the only sponsor, so they <laughs> gave me cage side seats, and they just screamed, you know, uh, bomb first Muay Thai over the whole time. Which yeah, I had yeah. a website and just some BS, man. But yeah, that was the first time I saw you was fighting there. I was taking Oof. pictures, and then later when we met, I was going through pictures, and I was like, oh shit, there he is. <laughs> That's great. Damn man. it. Not my best fight, but a good time. I don't even remember how it went. I was just screaming because I couldn't believe I was there. Man, I lost by spinning back kick to the liver in the oh, second wow. round. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember any of it. I was so hey, overwhelmed. I prefer less people to remember. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, my man. Yo, I'm, I'm really happy to talk to you. We haven't seen each other in a while. We got to get up like in person. For sure. Uh, what do you want to tell the people going out? Tell them where to find you. Uh, so you can find me at attpbg.com. Uh, same thing on Instagram and Facebook. Just look for American Top Team Palm Beach Gardens if you're in the North Palm Beach area. Obviously, if you're down south, check out my man Lucky at Lucky's Muay Thai. Tell uh, me real quick, how many, how many people do you have fighting right now under you? Or, and when, what do you project happening over the next you know couple of months? Do you have things lined up? or Man everything's up in the air. You know, I have, I got one guy who's like UFC caliber. He's been on a Dana White contender series. His name's Kevin Seiler. He's from okay. Bolivia. Uh, right now he's 10 and 0 undefeated. Uh, his last fight. No, take it back. Two fights ago was on Dana White contender series. He fought once more since then. Um, we're hoping that he gets a call, you know, not too soon because yeah. no one's been training, but soon enough. Um, All right. I have, got any shows, a young, have you heard any shows talking about putting on you know, uh, anything? The only, the only shows that are really talking right now are obviously the UFC and then Combat Night. Combat mm -hmm. Night did uh, the quote-unquote last show in the world on March 21st oh, to wow, an empty great. stadium. They were the first ones to do it. In fact, in Jacksonville, basically UFC got the, the rub of how I'm to get it good. done from Combat Night. No matter what anyone says. That's a fucking fact. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt you know, it, man. They, they found out somebody was going to allow it, you know? Yeah, you know, Florida, Florida's wild, dude. People down here don't care. They're crazy. It's wild, brother. <laughs> wild. Yeah, well, look, man, I'm looking forward to coming up and seeing you. I, I mean, whenever you let me know that things are kind of cool up there. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to get open down here, and we got to get up. For sure, brother. Hey, check me out on Mixer, Hammer Style with a 1 instead of an L. Find me on Instagram, Ben Stark HJJ, and follow my gym, yeah. ATTPBG. And uh, yeah. if you play Xbox, hit me up, Hammer Style. We'll get some Warzone popping.
Yeah, I've been playing some World War Z on PS4, man. That shit is, it's stressful. How is it? Stressful. Zombies, man. It, dude, survival zombies. games are looking dope right now. Have you seen one? There's one called Green Hell. And it's I'm about a it pandemic. Out. Dude's wife got cancer. He was a doctor. Went to the Amazon. Developed a cure for mushrooms. Cured his wife, but started a plague that wiped out the world. So he now oh. lives in a hut in the Amazon trying to find a cure for the plague he started to cure cancer. It's a pretty dope game. All right, I'm going to check it out. My <laughs> man. Yo, check him out. This is the dude, Ben Stark, in the hammer. The hammer. What up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big shout to Rev Gear for sure. Big shouts. Peace, brother. Oh, yo, congratulations on the baby. Thank you. Yes, this man is a father. Woo. I waited a long time. 38. Mine's going to be six years old in a month. And, brother. Anyway, on that note. I'm going to be 50 when she's 12. <laughs> oh, man. Don't even. All right. Yo, on that note, fatherhood. <laughs> Peace, man. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Later. Later. What's up, people? That was the interview with my man, Ben Stark from ATT Palm Beach Garden. If you're in the area, make sure you check him out. Um, it looks like people are opening up. Just make sure you're being safe out there. You're sanitizing, etc. cetera. Um, I love you guys. I hope you like the video and the podcast. Uh, looking for sponsors and make sure you swing by the gym. 15423 Northeast 21st Avenue. I will be updating you on Instagram at Lucky's Muay Thai on Twitter at Lucky's Muay Thai on YouTube. Lucky's Muay Thai. Um, as to when we're opening and what's going on. I love you all. Peace. I'm out.